fragmented from time and reality. A party of adventurers eternally wander the remnants of a broken realm, aided by an extra-dimensional being known only as the Entity. They are tasked with delving through various worlds, taking on peculiar roles and quests, all to find the heart of France, the only artifact capable of returning them home. These are the tales from the Nexus. Studios, another addition to the Nexus series. This is Kratz. I will be DMing tonight with my co-DM, Joel. What up? We've got our series regulars of Elliot, TJ, and Jesse playing their returning characters. Yeah, go TJ! We are joined today by a special guest, our friend Jack, coming all the way across the country. Jack, if I uh, got anything to say, got anything to plug, thank you for joining us. Should we say his What's up? name? What is, so the fans know who he is, or we just leave it at Jack? Okay. Jack's a well, buddy from our He Discord. could also decide. He's a person. He has agency. Oh, he has autonomy. Yeah. He's here I'm right here in front Jig of Bog, us. Jigbog, but Jig yeah. Bog. That's it. What's up? Jigbog. Jigbog's in town playing some music, so we were happy to have him at the table. It all worked out. We're very excited. Um, but that doesn't mean everybody can just come to town and play at our table. So. Au contraire. Oh, never mind. Okay, that <laughs> does mean that. I am so sorry. So, without further ado... Let's get into tonight's episode of the Nexus. Yeah. You guys find yourselves in the Nexus. Some questionable interdimensional area rift. Who knows? Um, the party finds himself there. Isabella, Boomba, Arthur, JJ, and Joel Crean. Uh, if you guys would like to describe what you get up to during your leisure time in the Nexus, now's your chance. Anything you've done to customize your little area in your dimension space, now's the chance. Um, Joel Korean and Boomba, uh, we smuggled a bunch of chips from uh, the casino out, and now we're still playing cards, but we're actually betting with the chips now. So you got some Church of Luck uh, casino chips. Yep. You got a nice little game going. Excellent. Didn't we have like... Boomba and I had massive amounts of gold, I think, by the end of it. I don't think you did. I mean, when you got back to the no. Nexus, uh, that gold was just gone. I know. You know, But, but you got the chips. I'm checking all of my pockets for any, at least a piece of gold. Maybe there's one piece left over from this excursion. Oh, oh my goodness. Boomba, do you have any gold on you? No, uh, I'm too busy paying cards. I don't really care. Arthur, that's not how it works. You remember, that's not how it works. It's not how it works, Arthur. But there was so much gold there. Maybe check your briefcase. Oh, you're right. And I run over to a, uh, a like one of the uh, barrels from Pirate Quest, pop it open, look inside. Is, no is there anything in there that you want to share? Anyone starts looking at <laughs> shut it right away. Isabella, are you up to anything? Customizing your space, doing anything your leisure time? Uh, if I can find any materials to make uh, any kind of uh, dumbbells or exercise equipment, I'm definitely continuing to work out. Uh, occasionally, uh, if I am alone, you hear the sounds of a lyre being played extremely poorly. Whoa. Like I'm trying to practice, and it's just out of tune. Let's, hear, like, let's get a nice performance check. All right. Can I can I hum the song that you're trying to play? Oh yeah, you can do you can do that. Um, it's gonna be. Um, dun 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 dun. dun, dun. Dun, 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 dun. That's a 10. 10. Nice. You're learning. Um, and you can easily find some things to lift weights with. Sometimes, depending on where you're standing in the Nexus, the gravity is a little different, so you can lift much larger things, or if you're somewhere else, it might weigh a little bit more. Definitely try to find uh, rooms where the gravity is heavier to continue to work out. And, so you're like, getting yoked, and you're learning how to play an instrument. Sick. It's so much cooler than playing cards. Fuck. I'm, I'm yeah, I mean, mage. that bit is nice, though. It's going a really long time. I'm going to mage hand make some tea. Not touching a thing, just everything's mage handed. So you're uh, making your tea, and you get to the point of tasting it, and in that moment... 
um, Isabella, Boomba, and all Arthur, you all kind of simultaneously feel this unique pressure at your navel and you're about to take that sip and then you feel this uh, tremendous pressure like pulling you back at a high rate of speed and it's like you're being pulled through a tube that's too small to fit your body. There's an extreme moment of discomfort and just as quickly as it began, it's over. And the three of you find yourself standing at the edge of the forest. Fuck. What happened again? Yo, and I don't got any of those hands here either. Hands? Oh, no, no, don't worry about it. What? Uh, I was about to have a spot of tea and... God damn it. Uh, uh, Your hands are outstretched and now they're just empty. Damn it. You um, see that it's Isabella... Boomba and um, Arthur, JJ and Joel Crane were left behind. Do we look the same? That is a question that I will ask to you. So in the current setting you're in, it is a forest and uh, it's kind of a winter landscape around you. So if you did want a new skin right now, you'd be able to describe yourself if you want to give yourself a physical description. Can I add one thing? Always. Does anyone turn around and look back beyond the forest yes back beyond the forest you're sort of notice that you're at the edge of the forest and you notice that maybe 30 meters beyond the edge of the forest it just seems that everything falls off a cliff and beyond that cliff is an inky purple blackness sparkling that just seems to be a void that goes on forever and then right up to that forest that you're at is this wintry, foresty landscape that you're in. Okay. As far as new look, did you see when they rebooted Star Trek with uh, that Hemsworth kid? Just describe your fucking character. I, I look like Spock from uh, that with a, uh, I have like pointy ears, still gray hair, and... Uh, Are you changing your race? No, I just I get pointy ears because it's foresty. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and... Uh, my black turtleneck is gray and fur around the edges. You you describe your character by asking a question, and well, then you because you could s- picture it, and then, then. you could say you could say yeah. that, and then people would be like, "Well, I haven't seen that shitty movie." Isabella, new clothing or anything? Uh, most mostly Isabella looks primarily the same, but her skin seems to have a. Uh, it's, it's always been like a, a kind of medium blue. It seems to have like a light frost over it now, and then her armor is very mossy and ancient looking. It's a chainmail that looks kind of degraded, and like it's just been sitting around forever and getting grown over. I don't know if you've if your um, clothes in the arms are going to be tighter, or if you've adjusted and gotten a larger size, but you're. Seems like your muscle mass has been growing since the last couple of adventures. Your biceps are getting bigger and traps are getting bigger and such. Oh, yeah. Boomba, anything? Uh, I imagine that uh, the armor I wear, the, uh, the artifice armor, I believe that's probably looks more wooden now, more uh, compact. That's and uh, I have a cloak on that I was also working on back at the Nexus. And it's a infusion that I... I've gotten sick. <laughs> For the listener, TJ's holding up a picture of old Spock wearing the winter yeah, clothing just, so like, everybody knows. He just stopped listening for the last two minutes <laughs> to pull up a picture it. of Spock. You look like old Spock. It's, it's, it's excellent. I'm excited. <laughs> um, so the three of you with your new garb, uh, you're literally at the edge of this forest, um, and the edge is eerily uniform. Its tree line is perfectly straight. Um, it consists of pine trees, quite tall the shortest are probably like 80 feet or so uh draped in a fresh snowfall but even through the snow you can see the unusual aspect of these trees trees uh each pine uh tree in this forest is alive and thriving but each one is also a shade of dull gray uh you look left and right to see that the tree line extends past your line of sight turning around you see nothing but what joel described um you know a dense fog and then this inky blackness that just you know, kind of goes over into this nothingness. When you say it's uh, growing in a line, is it like the, imagine the Mortal Kombat scorpions and all the trees go straight back like that? Yes, but you're you're looking at a horizontal line 
and it's the tree line to enter the forest. Oh, okay. And they're like perfectly five feet away from each other gotcha. in a perfectly straight line. Okay. Almost like Johnny Appleseed himself planted them there, boys. Yeah. And these trees, you know, have no uh, foliage or branches for the first four or five feet, and then they grow into these large, large pine trees with gray, uh, different shades of gray. They just, uh, no branches at all, just... Not on the first couple feet, but then, it, you know, they're just massive fucking Christmas trees. Um, you see that void and you turn, and before you there's a single path leading into the forest, into the gray forest. I say we go towards that cliff behind us. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, there's obviously a path right in front of us. Let's just, you know, there's obviously path. the place we have to go. You're right. Into the heart of the forest, I guess. I wonder if we're going to get some help this time. You know, sometimes we go on these adventures and there's nobody else with us. And then sometimes somebody shows up to help us and tell us what's going on. I really hope... Uh, have you seen one of those horse creatures with the top body is man? What are you talking about, Arthur? Uh, like that thing that won the jumping Ooh. competition at the restaurant. Uh, I forgot his name. Oh, uh, you mean that crazy centaur man? Yes, uh, he washed the dishes quite well. Uh, I'm hoping we run into one of them. Or him. Uh, you think like a horse-bodied lower thing could function in a forest very well? I think that would be like more like a roving plains type of creature. Well, there was that one time we burnt down the entire forest. Yeah, that was, that was about two weeks ago, right? Well, I don't really understand what time it is anymore, so. Burnt a forest down? No. What are you talking about? I don't care. We were just doing a little bit of method acting. <laughs> Should we set this forest on fire? I think, I think for this you know, particular instance, we're probably supposed to follow this path into the forest and not go into the void. Oh, don't really have like the murderous rage I did that one day. We could find it. <laughs> well, let, let, let's walk forward. Let, let's find what's See, in this forest. You guys walk into the uh, tree line reminiscing about your previous Nexus adventures. Um, a gentle hush cloaks the forest. The sound of your heavy footsteps interrupts the silence that fills the wood. Uh, every step leaves a fresh, crisp footprint in the snow as if none have walked this path in, a, in some time. The icy air whistles around your ears, causing your skin to tingle. Snowflakes fall gently from the sky. Um, some of the branches of the trees bow with the heavy load they're carrying. Some are, uh, uh, some are bowing, like I said, and the air smells pure and fresh. Everything seems quiet, almost muffled. Uh, the first 120 feet of the forest or so is filled with like sparse trees or sparse trees uh, before the density of the pines begins to increase. Um, there's some peace and serenity to the calmness of the winter wood, but something else lingers on the air. Uh, attention permeates. Um, and what's everyone's passive perception, by the way? Just to get that out of the way. 11. 13, Holy shit. <laughs> 15. <laughs> Um, are there cre are there any creatures or it's so quiet? There's like we're getting uh, there. Okay. Yeah. Um, there are creatures. Um, you see, you know, robins nests in certain trees. You hear owls. Um, maybe even some squirrels or ground mice. You do. Maybe even a, a vole or a shrew. Maybe a, a hare or a fox. Uh, maybe in the distance you even see the you know white tail of a deer or do you catch the glimpse of a of a wolf darting away as you enter in. So there is some wildlife. It's it's a little quieter though. Um, but as you are walking, you do notice uh, there's a, a singular tree that looks kind of out of place amongst the trees that surround it. Uh, there's many small lights floating near it and at, at a glance it appears to glitter with a bioluminescence. A gold aura briefly appears to react to a strong gust of wind around this tree and all of a sudden glancing back at it as you're scanning the horizon, the tree has returned to visually resemble those around it. So as you were scanning this kind of weird bioluminescent glowing tree and then just as quickly it, it appears to resemble, uh, there was a gold-like shimmer around it. Anyone else see that? No, not really. I was just kind of looking at the ground. But, uh, over here, you know, go to that tree and mage and like wave a spectral hand through some of the foliage absolutely feel free there's no reaction other than what you would expect maybe some snow falling down but no don't, magical don't turn gold no hmm. are you just like hallucinating now no um, there's some power here there, there must be 
looking around if any sort of do a full uh almost 360 looking around if there's like a gust yeah make a a, make a perception check i think he drank too much of that tea yeah i'm just shrugging it and a dirty 20 um so you look around and uh you don't see anything initially but further on uh going deeper into the forest you see the shimmer of gold again a very similar over there um, and you guys all see it as he turns and points to it. It's like an, like an extremely transparent cloth blowing in the wind. This golden transparent cloth blowing in the wind. You just see this shimmer like a veil almost. Uh, and suddenly a tiny blue blur streaks out from behind the gold aura. Uh, you have no, no clue what the blur is. Um, and it's moving so fast. And then suddenly it stops dead in its tracks. And it's a creature. And it has taken this moment to consider you all. Uh, it's a small, blue, slender, um, almost looks elven, like a miniature elf. It has sharp, feral features, blue skin, Sonic the Hedgehog hair, and uh, it's like a size of tiny. Um, and it races past further than you can track with your eye, and then all of a sudden stops and considers you all. It stops. It looks at you. Is it, is it Sonic? No. <laughs> I was really hoping I was going to tap its foot. And... It stops, look its, looks at you, and slowly turns its back towards you and begins to pull down its pants and moons you all. And then it slaps its butt multiple times, turns around, and pulls its cheeks and goes, <laughs> and bolts off. Do we get any? So it's there so fast. I mean that was that was happening. If you wanted to do something during that time, it's a it's a ways away, and it and it moves at a rate that is yeah. hard for you to fathom. Within 120 feet. Yeah, we could say it's it's within 120 feet in that moment. Eldritch blast that. Eldritch blast. Oh, Excellent. Go ahead and make an attack. Right in the butt. Once I see it, moon us. Uh, 22. 22 uh, at that distance. Within 120 feet. Yeah. I don't know how far away it is. Um, so, uh, you have to roll at disadvantage at that distance because of this thing's quick, um, nature. It has an ability that attack rolls against it have disadvantage at that length. 19. 19. 19 hits. Go ahead and deal damage. A good old gentleman's four damage. Yow! And Look at that feral thing. Gone. It shoots up in the air with a smoking butt and then takes off. Okay. You have seen something, damaged it, and then it <clears throat> ran off in a blue light. That was you, uh, wildly aggressive to just some random creature that popped up. Yeah, how do Did you, you not, not see its butt? Arthur, that could have been like the thing that's supposed to tell us how to how to do stuff here, and you just you just decided to shoot you know beams at it again. I didn't like seeing its butt like that. Did I, you? Yeah, I mean, it was a little bit offensive, but it was kind of cute in a way. I liked its little cut of its jib. It was a tiny butt. Tiny but plump. Tiny. Well, you mean like this butt, Arthur? And I'll have me mooning you as well. It's a similar butt, but green. Yeah. You guys but noticed... I, I know you, so it's all right. I, I like that butt. Uh, you guys noticed after the Eldritch Blast, you did see the tail of a, probably a wolf dart away, as if, you know, a wolf was in the area of the golden and then ran away. But you did see that as you, as you Eldritch Blast it. Augustus, follow the trees that are glowing. Yes, Seems so. to be the case right now. So Does you, the path dissolve then? With this sort of no, the path is still there, but like I said, the first 120 feet of this um, wood, this, this kind of winter wood, uh, the trees are sparse, but as you move in, you can see another tree line and it, gets, it starts to get denser and denser. So the, the trail is still there. It just leads into the denser forest. Um, you guys follow the kind of the gold aura of the tree and then the gold aura of that, that blue mysterious creature. And you get closer to the new tree line, the denser tree line. And meanwhile, in another place entirely, a bending dreamscape sparkling with fairy lights, an Eladrin stands before a small crowd of onlookers. Jack, would you like to give us a physical description of your character? Yeah, sure. Um, He's got like an ornate kind of dyed leather, uh, mostly red, reds and and golds uh, coat and pants. 
with various kind of iridescent um, forms of like flora, like maybe flowers or something, um, kind of poking out in uh, little bits of the seams. Um, he's motioning uh, to a small cart um, where various tonics and potions are on sale. Might I add tinctures as well? For sure, there are tinctures. There are oh tinctures. boy, there are tinctures. Oh boy. Um, and uh, and he kind of has a that strange kind of iridescence about him that's kind of similar to like if you see water hit or like light hit oily water or like if you like the LSD like iridescent stuff. If yeah, anybody's you like, looked at him on acid. Yeah, basically. Yeah. yeah. Um, like a. That's fucking sick. Um, and uh, there are some, you know, the onlookers kind of look at you skeptically, but willing to hear you out. Yeah, and he's uh, he's kind of motioning with a uh, like a fine pipe, uh, kind of occasionally, you know, smoking it and and using it as a visual aid. And he goes, bombs, salves, full doses, halves, poppers, livers, stoppers, trippers. Useful oozes, medicinal boozes. I got zippers, I got zappers, I got flippers, I got slappers. Good for what ails you, fixing what fails you. Friend, do you want claws? Are you tired of natural loss? Cause I got cure-alls, fur-alls, could-bes, and were-alls. Dozens of potions for body and emotions. My holistic approaches will leave y'all heartier than roaches. Your salubrious repository I even got suppositories. Now, how can I help you? As you finish this pitch to this crowd, the onlookers are about to react, and there's this strange fading feeling that you feel, and uh, Isabella, Boomba, and um, Arthur, you see again, this as you're moving along this path, this gold shimmering uh, kind of veil, this kind of uh, iridescence, and just as suddenly... Uh, Jack's character, the Ladron, appears before you. Wait, wait, wait. There we go. Pops into we can do existence in front of you. <laughs> we can do it in post. I'm man. sorry. Now we're going to keep all of those and then add 10 in post. Right? No, 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 no. Um, and you guys see uh, a curious looking Ladron uh, pop in front of you as you're about to enter the new tree line. Which, which type of a Ladron are you? What color? Oh, what season? Yeah. You said summer, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. A summer Aladrin. Is, is that red or green? Whatever. It's like Jack more says. more reds and golds okay. and stuff like okay. that. Um, he like kind of looks around, dusts himself off a bit, and goes, "Huh, it's not the first time that's happened." Well, well. I still got a satchel full of uh, of wares to sell. Hey. You three. What's bothering you? Well, you see, I keep getting dragged into these, you know, random adventures when I'm just trying to relax. And then, you know, then someone else pops up and then... I'm sorry, I'm just meeting you for the first time. I shouldn't put my problems on you, but... This is now your problem, too. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's fine. You can call me the Doc. And the Doc it is. Or Doc. Are, but you, a, are you a doctor? Um, arguably... Yeah, well, uh, in most, most would say so. What sort of medicine are you practicing? Uh, all, all kinds. Uh, what's what's ailing you? Because nothing. I'm just uh, wondering you look, your credentials. You look whacked and cracked. You, you could use a little pygmy up. <laughs> he is terribly old. <laughs> He also did not get to drink his tea this morning, so I think that he might need a little little something. Oh, forget the tea, well, friend. I got something for you. And he starts rooting around in his satchel. Look at this floundering funky. Give me... Do you have any papers, any, any uh, medical supplies? Uh, I'm just looking to see if you're really the man you say you are. Are you a man? What are you? Take it from me. I, I can fix you. I, I'm not broken. Oh. Fine. I'm sure you're. I'm sure you're doing good. But why settle for good when you could be great? <laughs> I've, I've been down towards Boomba. I'm like, you see this man here? He thinks we're all ailed. Well, I mean, he's more of a doctor than you are. 
I'm no doctor. Exactly. I know how to do battlefield medicine. Jack, you can make a persuasion check. <laughs> Real quick, while you're making that, Jack, I need to know if you're wearing spectacles. Um, no. Okay. Are you wearing a hat? Yes. It's like a small, like, skull cap, but oh. also, like, embroidered with, you know, like, uh, a very garish gem. Lovely. Okay. Not what I was picturing. Yeah. And I like it. That's a 16. Arthur, you think, like, maybe... Maybe there's something. Maybe there's something that's not looking so right about me. <laughs> but you don't have to change your response or attitude. But maybe, maybe he's right. This gregarious gremlin. What do we do with this? <laughs> oh. And he's already withdrawing multiple bottles of uh, potions from his bag. Uh, excuse me, Doc, but just so you understand, uh, we get sucked in, as Boomba said, to uh, various uh, times and places and adventures, as they call them. But. Uh, you know, we don't really have money. Uh, every time we get gold, we just get sucked back out of these things and all of our things just disappear. Well, sometimes they don't, but it's it's very strange how this happens. But I just want you to just want you to know that, you know, if you want to give us something, we might not be able to pay you in a way that's, uh, you know, monetary. <laughs> just, don't worry. I just checked my inventory and like I have the gold that I had for Branton's campaign. It's, it's five thousand almost. You don't have. I know, that. I know. I know. I'm trying to figure out how much I maybe have to give him. Stuff like you have four that. gold in your inventory. Oh, okay. He goes. Don't worry about <laughs> it. Call these free samples. They're on the house. I'll say two hundred, TJ. I like free samples. I mean, you know, we used to get free samples out at the uh, the distillery where I grew up at. You know, my my father and my mother they we ran a, a slow. Barrett uh, Distillery And that's what we did And my grandpappy He wasn't too happy about it And I, I didn't really want to Take in the family business And that's why he trained me In uh, martial combat I don't know if this is relevant To anything that's happening Right now but That absolutely is not Well that's good to know I you can't bring baboon What are you What What I'm just, what I'm just, does it have to do with anything? Your, your grandfather training you at to distillery? I'm just, trying to, I'm just trying to say that I have the training to protect uh, ways if that is our mission, which it might be. You know, I'm just, I'm just, you know, I'm not very smart like you, Arthur, and I'm just trying to think about the things that I'm good at. Are, so, are, you, are you in trouble, sir? Is someone trying to hurt you or collect these uh, vials of so, oils? So as he says, are you in trouble, Jack? You, um kind of get your bearings to this um, transport you just went through and you get the sense that whatever's happening is preventing you from returning to where you came from and um, you take a second like I said to get your bearings and for a moment you feel this kind of heartbeat uh, briefly echo around you and you get the sense that it's pulling you deeper into the forest. Nobody else really feels this but this is what's happening as you're getting your bearings at this new location. Listen friend, uh I may be in trouble, but I think we're all in trouble a little bit. Certainly, we usually are in trouble. Uh, find ourselves in these terrible conditions. Uh, what are you in trouble with? We'll talk later. You guys should try these potions first. Free samples. I mean, I don't know how long I have to tell you that. You guys are like the, the hardest group to take to give out free samples to. No, I mean, fuck it. I'll take free samples. I like shit that's free. Yeah. Boomba accepts. Arthur and Isabella, you guys taking some samples? I do an insight check first. Go ahead. 19. Uh, you can either do deception or persuasion. You don't have to tell us. But contested against 19. Just looking them up and down, looking at these vials of things. That is a 9. So you can describe with those results what he picks up on from you. Yeah. Um, Are you snake oil salesman? <laughs> they're, they're kind of what's up. They're what's rather <laughs> unpredictable in nature, and these uh, it might not be one hundred percent clear what the benefit of each of these is, um, even to uh, the the doctor himself. But they are, in fact, some sort of concoctions that do do shit. Yes, yes, for sure. I look over the vows and go, fine, give me that uh, brown one. 
Sweet. I have to roll for these. Okay, excellent. Oh, God. Jack literally just took out four bottles of liquor out of his bag Wild and he's handing around at the table. <laughs> he knows how to endear himself to the Chicago table. Yeah, I've been eyeballing those for a minute. Hennessy. They look good. Come on, Henny. So, um, should I just go around? Or, like, is there an order you guys want me to do? Or should I just go around? Because you, you started this. first. Yeah. World's your oyster, baby. Yeah. All right. Whatever you want. Um, pick one. Uh, and like, you know, I forget to, to just pick one. No, yeah, well, roll yeah, a D four, Tej. But um, you one, two, three, four. Roll yeah. a D four, Tej. Yeah, one, two, and then three, Jack, four. Lets, yeah. you, Jack lets you know what he gets. If you're drinking it, you're uh, you feel. Well, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, wait, you, can, like, you have to. Uh, he has to drink it first. Oh, okay. I got a four, fucking Jaeger. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, the Jesse. One I didn't. Boomba. Ooh, jackpot. He also got Jaeger. Jaeger, baby. Wait, that's four. Three roll. Yeah. Oh. So re-roll. One. Wild turkey one. one. Isabel. Oh boy. Schmagger, roll a d20. It's one and two and three and four. You want both rolls? No, just a d4. Oh. I rolled an 18 on a d20 and a three on a d4. Uh, there you, you go. Your favorite. The, Amsterdam vodka. You got the Amsterdam vodka. You can actually drink. And if you guys do drink them, now or later, Jack will tell you what to do. Can I, could, could, could the, 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 nope. The, uh, excuse me, player, can you hand me that tincture? The DM requires it. But I want it. And yeah, the henny was not rolling. You're not going to, you're not going to drink, or you don't necessarily have to drink. Do you have to chug the whole thing? TJ has to drink the whole thing. I'll do it. Cheers, boys. I'll have a little bit of that. You have your, I really want that one. TJ got to drink the whole Jaeger. Just do a little half seize, and then we'll give you a shot of henny. TJ, you have to drink the whole Jaeger. I might sip it because it's henny. The whole thing. Hey Jack, can I take over your character? <laughs> yeah, go for um, <laughs> may, forever. Maybe for the whole forever. Uh, wait, one shot. Wait till after the one shot, okay, and right, then cool. yeah, you mm-hmm. can just pilot it. Yeah, forget Joel Korean. <laughs> yeah. All right, cheers, boys. You're just this Joel Korean sketchy cousin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Known as the Doc. Joel Korean just pops. Cheers. Up selling potions in a different world. Gentlemen, yeah, 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 yeah. Down the hatch. He boys. just has a skull cap all of a sudden, which I love. So mechanically, if you. If the effects, um, you don't have to use them right now. If like no, they can you, hold them, you if can they drink want. it later. Okay, I but you can it. let I everyone know right there in the forest. Yeah, I pounded it. You really? Can, I tried it. Yep. Yes. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I drank it so, after noticing they were magical. Arthur, uh, you feel perhaps maybe a little younger, um, in so far as like your 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 limbs, younger? your limbs move faster than than they do. Boom, but um, look at this. Your kind of, your movement has like uh, much more, you know, uh, oomph to it. Um, your walking speed increases by 10 feet for one hour. Whoa, super cool. And I told you to trust this guy. I, I do the jump <laughs> where, where you click your heels together. You guys hear like creaking and cracking of bones. Like almost like his ankles are going to shatter okay, when you okay. land. God, why is he the DM? <laughs> uh, Boomba? Have you been cruising for a bruising, brother? You feel a little lighter. You don't feel gravity's pull as hard. Almost as if uh, for the next 10 minutes, you gain a flying speed of 10 feet. Oh my fucking God. That is like kind of flew off the ground. <laughs> my God. And S- sir, your tinctures. They're wonderful. <laughs> I feel better than I've ever felt. I tried to do some push-ups. I mean, the cracking is amplified by three or four times. You see some birds scatter from a nearby tree, a ground squirrel, or, or something that digs burrows even further in. It Listen sounds to like that useful. It sounds like Jesse's ankles walking up yeah. the stairs. And <laughs> and I mean, I just need it a, an athletics or a strength check, whatever you'd like to do. All right, uh, let's do athletics. That's it, plus a zero. Uh, it's Same disadvantage. Thing. Okay, that's gonna be a eight. Would you like to describe your failure? <laughs> As I go to do some push-ups, I go to do one, and it goes, and then I go down, and I go, look, Boomba, and I just, my chest, you just hear a snap, and my, my chest hits the ground, I go, well, don't matter that, as I'm wiping my, uh, my chest off. You wipe off the debris from the ground, pick up your briefcase, and carry on. Wiping the snow off my chest. And, uh, the doc turns to, uh, um, Isabella. Isabella and uh, goes yours you might want to hold on to I can see the, the way that color changed and it, 
Yeah. <laughs> I completely trust you, doctor, that I just met uh, the doc. So I'll follow your advice as given and hold on to drinking this. Is there a name on or like a label on the tinctures for your your business or anything? Oh no, they are they are totally like thrown together. It's not moonshine about that. Yeah, bottling. it looks yeah. it looks incredibly questionable. And you rolled for the tinctures? Yeah. It's nice. And they're different colors and shit and different size bottles and stuff. Mm-hmm. Nice. Are, are some of the bottles like you know how like if you use glassware and don't polish it like it just gets gross and kind of like it's not oh, like yeah, for sure yeah, it's just like cruddy yeah, glass some of them look kind of recycled and there's like like uh, detritus like residue yeah. like like kind of floating in it fuck yeah um then he goes alright and I can tell you guys aren't from around here because uh well let's just say you opted into something uh may not have known uh but you're with me and uh you all seem all right uh there is something wrong in the heart of the forest and by accepting those potions well looks like you just opted in damn it anything you want to prepare before we uh start hitting the trail hell no i'm fucking pumped that sounds right good <laughs> perhaps a pot of tea i don't think we really have time for you to construct a pot of tea right now yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll see what I can whip up on the way. Maybe when we, uh, if we take a rest or something. He doesn't need his tea. He is cranky. You guys are joined by this summer ladrin and vibe and certain tinctures. And um, do we all agree or do you all continue to move deeper into the forest along this path with your new uh, companion? Absolutely. Boomer, are you flying or are you just chilling? Yeah, well, I can't move as fast as I'm if I'm just walking. Right. I only have 10 feet for, for a minute. <laughs> but I will imagine that I do float up to kind of look above the tree line and, and look around. Uh, it's like the... So the tree line is going to be like 80 feet in the air-ish, maybe 80 to 100. Damn. Well, you, Takes you a while. So those, those trees are tall. So if you wanted to escape um, the, the forest, uh, it's 80 feet up. Okay. Yeah. I'd float and take a peek at what's up there. Yeah. Um, so my Codium loves uh, Tolkien references. He loves them. Excellent. Uh, so this is akin to uh, to Hobbit, uh, to Bilbo and Mirkwood. Like you know, it's a little stuffy as you're as you're climbing and climbing, and as you break the surface of uh, the tops of the trees, you see that some of the, some trees continue to go higher, maybe 80, 90, 100 feet, maybe a 120 there, um, you know, 110 there. But the second you cusp out into the fresh air, um, you get this sense of uh, like fresh air, like real fresh air, like what you were breathing was unnatural in a way. Like you, it wasn't, it, it wasn't proper. Something, something's off. Um, and you see way in the distance a tree two to three times the size of every other tree in the forest. Uh, it's in the way that you're traveling. Um, it's unlike the other pines in the forest. Um, and like I said, it's moving deeper in the direction you've come from. And um, it's, it's strange. Visually, because where you just flew up from was a winter landscape. You see in front of you very pretty quickly, there's no snow on the trees. And then in front of you, even further from that, um, you know, they're, they're drier. And then even deeper, deeper in, like they're almost singed. Like they're so dry that the, that the needles and, and leaves have, you know, kind of roasted off or singed off a little bit. Gotcha. Uh, what's the, what would you say is like the, do I know anything about like the season or like what the outside of that looks like? Um, make a, make a general perception check just for being up there. Okay. Don't use that one. 17, uh, 22. Um, so also, Side note, you slowly ascending into the air is giving you ideals of grandeur and your ambition of going to space is very present in your mind. 
and just keep going. Just as if you're, just as when you have a. You said ten minutes. I'm aware of that. Just as if you have a bird's eye view of anything from high up, you see it at a different angle, different perspective. You get this strange glimpse of of the trees, and it's like, man, this. In the next mile of of forest, it is representing all four seasons of the calendar. Goodness. In different iterations, as we move deeper, the seasons will change. Alrighty. I'll float down and uh You see an owl and it and it claws at you. Oh. What the fuck? Fuck you. But it's just a faint. It's like a fake claw, because you got too close to it. Well, you, know, you, you. Know what, you know what it does? What? It goes, Does it turn its head upside down? No. Oh. oh. It turns its head backwards. It looks away from you. Yeah, me. it looks away. And it misses. I'll be back for you this <laughs> shit. <laughs> well, he's floating up there. So where did you receive your education? Where where are we? Oh, all over. But uh yeah, the point is, enough about that. <laughs> Have you ever heard of the Grey Forest? Are you familiar with the Feywild? Uh, I don't think he is. No. No, I've, no, I've, I've never heard of this uh, Grey Forest. Uh, um, I've heard of people talking about my hairline as a Grey Forest, but that's about it. God. Yeah, well, uh, all the forest creatures collectively groan. Everybody take one psychic damage. He goes, yeah, uh, the, the, the doc or doc like winces a bit and goes, that's a good one. I like it. I love it. And, and he's like trying to manage like a fake laugh. And he goes, so, uh, what's, what's your name? What do I call him? My name is Arthur Crackwell. Arthur Crackwell. And uh, your associates, your uh... well, floating up there above the skyline, that is Boomba. They call me Isabella Blackthorn. Isabella, nice to meet you. Pleasure. It's a pleasure to meet and you he, too, like, Dak. Kind of doffs his cap, uh, probably more than he needs to. <laughs> I, I courteously uh, make a curtsy to him. In a Ooh, very a courteous curtsy. Yeah, go on. I like that. I like that. Just, what, just nice. What do we call yourself, Doctor? That'll do just fine. <laughs> just doctor. At this point, Boomba returns. Absolutely. You got it, friend. Arthur. Well, Quick learner. This guy. I love this guy. Oh, man. He'll be the first. I don't know about that. He's got a certain kind of charm. An elan, if you will. Well, if you ever get a chance, you know, try and see what's in his briefcase. He don't ever show us what's in his briefcase. Will do. Well, perhaps it'll come up as a, as a professional uh, discussion. This traitorous junk pile over here thinks he's going to see what's inside of my briefcase, looking at Boomba with all of his created concoctions on his arms and things. Well, yeah, that's right. Well, Arthur, 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 it, there's no need for alarm like that. We're all just headed to the heart of the forest. Something about that. Uh, let us continue our way. Uh, the heart, you say? Yeah, the giant tree, like straight ahead. Also, it looks pretty fucked up over there. There's like four different seasons and everything. That's on par for our lives. <laughs> uh, let, let's continue towards this tree then. Yeah. So you guys move deeper um, along the path, and you get past this 120 feet of the first entrance, and where the trees are very sparse, and you get to a new. Um, kind of tree line and as you uh, step through it um, you see that the the snow is is melting in in certain areas and um, the wildlife has kind of changed Uh, there's you know colorful birds there's a there's a couple more critters than the than the winter area and there's uh, melting snow and there's a fresh dude grass and the pines are shredding some of their leaves and needles and like I said, the uh, wildlife is more active. Um, you, bra- you breach this tree line and continue on the path for some time, and the density of the trees begins to increase. Um, and then you see a small clearing, and there's there's uh, a large, you know, shape, a humanoid shape on the ground, um, and it doesn't seem to be reacting to your approach. So maybe you slow a little bit or, or walk lightly, but there's uh, no movement or, or no arousal from from this um, creature. Uh, Question: Would I be familiar with uh, what kind of creature that is? Um, go ahead and make a either a perception or a nature check. 
When he says large, he means quite large. Okay. Oh. So it's, it's you know, from your point of view. Well, let's see the roll. Wow. Another great roll. Um, I got an 11 perception. Um, <clears throat> so potentially two. Actually, um, do you mind if I spend a luck point to reroll it? No, not Ayo. at all. There's a little bit yes. of the build coming through. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> terrible. That's a Amazing. seven. That's yeah. a nat three. <laughs> Okay. Welcome to the Chicago Tape. <laughs> yeah, you have to use that one, right? Yeah. That roll? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For some reason, you That's think one it... one of my three yeah. luck points down. You think it might, I don't know, it climb trees or it could fly or something. I don't, it, yeah. Doctor, you regret not visiting the optometrist yeah, he, recently. He turns to the rest of the party and goes, what the hell is that? <laughs> Ooh, look at that body. <laughs> and I, as you I move thought clo- you would know who the silent sentinel is. You move closer and closer don't and you see... Don't look at me, friend. You see this uh, humanoid, and it's um, on its side. It's laying on its side, and it, it, it's got to be a giant. I Is mean, it it's breathing. It, right? It's breathing. It's ten feet tall at least. Um, it's lying on its side, curled in on itself, like in the you know your sleepy fetal position. Um, it's unaware, and it's facing away. It does not see you approach. It does not hear you approach. Um, there's some movement from the creature, like his hands are moving out in front of his face. Um, but yeah, there's a, you know, tree cover and, and branches and, and things on the ground. And this thing just appears to be lying away from you unaware. All right. Boomba. I say we, uh, we silently move around this thing if we could, uh, unless you have something in those gizmos of your hands and things that could perhaps push this thing towards the stratosphere? Well, you mean like just kill it? No, like lift it it up, lift it up. I don't know. (laughs) You want me to send this thing into the sky? So we can run underneath it. Why do you keep wanting to smash everything we see? I don't want to smash it. I want to throw it up there so we don't have to even look at it. What's it going to do when it falls back down to Earth? Hopefully we'll be out of here. Uh, Do you know what this thing (laughs) is, Doctor? Air Doctor. <laughs> I wish I could help you with that. I mean, now that you've gotten closer, the bad check kind of, you can see it plainly. It's a hill giant. Um, but from from your uh, knowledge and perception, especially having come to this area before, this one looks smaller than most. Most are like 16 feet tall. This one's like 10. And it's got simple clothes and kind of a dumb face. This stinky? Yeah, it stinks like pee-pee and poo-poo. Mm. Oh, not again. And it's kind of like, again, moving its hands in front of its face like <sighs> it might be playing with something. What's <sighs> up? No, it's lying oh, okay. on, its, on its side, away from you. But there's movement. Arthur, that would be a hill giant. Um, I don't know how you guys feel about giants. Uh, that, that meant to be gender neutral, of course. Uh, no disrespect to the lady there. Uh, but, you know, we have a saying about letting sleeping giants, uh, well, lie. I don't, not really, uh, familiar with, with, uh, the axioms and sayings of wherever the hell you guys came from. <laughs> but, uh, that would be something that, I would personally not fuck with. Yes. I mean, look at me. I'm like four feet tall at best. That thing is gigantic. I think we should wake it up and have some combat training on the spot. I do not think that would be well advised. Look at us. Boomba's tiny. I am but skin and bones, even though I can. And I jump and I click my heels together. Oh, you're going to wake him up with your cracking. <laughs> but perhaps this creature is quite, uh, I don't know, destructive or... Uh, angry, or perhaps it is uh, garrulous. I don't know, but uh, we should be very careful for it. What was that word? Garrulous? Garrulous, yeah. Yeah, garrulous. As Isabella says, combat training, you see the doc start to rummage around in his satchel, and, like, he seems to pull out (sighs) this this kind of uh, impossibly, like, shouldn't really fit in there but a warhammer and go oh well uh shit take 
If that's your attitude, take this. And uh, it's the radiant weapon, the artificer infusion. He holds out that weapon. Isabella, do you grab it? I'll take it. Yeah. Wow. Um, so the... Is Does it? want to combo the physical description, or one of you takes it? No, I mean, artifice. It's, yeah, it's his weapon. It's uh, it's like an ornately carved uh, warhammer that kind of gleams with uh, ethereal kind of light. Sick. And I'm trying to look up where the description is. Go ahead. And as you know, the light and the description that Jack gave. Also, you notice that you know kind of shimmering gold aura as well around this item for a moment before you know, I have a massive me. grin on my face because I recognize this so <laughs> Boomba you now all those not like it was a big mystery but the puzzle pieces lock into place what this doctor is capable of you're familiar with some of their magic and uh, you share some of the abilities Oh, I knew I like this call from the start, and I'll put up my hood, the cloak I've been working on, which is the cloak of elven kind, and I kind of blend into the forest Wait, and what? start walking across the side. That's You're fucked up. You're a cloak of elven kind? Yeah, I have artificial infusions. Yeah, having heard that, he goes, fellow traveler. <laughs> Welcome, brother. <laughs> um, so now you have a radiant uh, weapon, Jack. Are, yeah. are there specs on it? Yeah, the magic weapon. Weapon, excuse me, weapon. I like weapon. 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 Yeah, this this weapon grants a plus one bonus to attack and damage rolls made with it. While holding it, the wielder can take a bonus action to cause it to shed a bright light in a thirty foot radius and a dim light for an additional thirty feet. The wielder can extinguish the light as a bonus action. It has four charges as a reaction immediately after being hit by an attack. The wielder can expend one charge and cause the attacker to be blinded until the end of the attacker's next turn. Sick. Unless the attacker succeeds on a constitution saving throw against your spell. So I guess my spell yeah, saving yours. DC. Mm-hmm. Um, the weapon regains 1d4 expended charges daily at dawn. Uh, Fucking sick. You, should I send you? Uh, no. Shit. Okay. I got it. Well, I do say this is a, a very nice hammer you've got here. So I spin it around in my hands. Just kind of, kind of give it a nice like. No, no, I'm not doing full swings with it. Just a nice weight check. Oh yeah, that's a that's a hammer. That'll really uh, that'll really fuck something up. Yeah, I think this could. I think this could uh, really do well. So you have this uh, new weapon in your hand, and you guys continue to watch this hill giant, and it looks like it's just sitting on its side, and now you see. Um, that you've taken some time, your eyes have come accustomed to the new kind of fall setting. Uh, there are these flash, like appearing and disappearing lights in front of its face, and it, it's interacting with them as hands, like it's like it's playing with these lights. That's kind of what you see it's doing, but it's still 100% unaware of your presence. Let's ignore it. Let's go the other. Let's walk around its back. So you, we can't just wake it up and talk to it. You want to talk to that gigantic goose over there? Aren't they like the stupidest ones of them all? No idea what. Believe that is correct. Then then talking with it would be pointless. I mean, unless you want to. I do not want to speak with that oaf over there. (laughs) Isabel, you said yours was uh, past perception was above fourteen, right? It's fifteen. Yeah. Um, I look at Isabella though, and and then I look at it and go. But I wouldn't mind killing it, I guess. I mean, on that note, I think that we should probably just try to get by this obstacle in our way onto the heart of the forest. As the doc has previously mentioned, we have a journey to complete. And, uh, you know, maybe if it does wake up, we just turn around and bash, bash this dead skull in. I could just zap it right now and you could run up and hammer it in the face with that hammer you just I mean, it's like literally sleeping on the ground. We could literally just go smash the skull as fast as possible. Yes. Let us show it what ultimate power is. (laughs) I'm just... I'm just a little bit uncomfortable. It's not very heroic of us to... uh, Or at least of me to, you know, just... You know, it should wake up and have a... We should have a nice actual fight with it. You know, it's not a... It's really more of a villainous thing to, you know, just kill it while it's sleeping. But that is true power. Not fault for your deceptions, Arthur Crackwell. You might make a nice tea, but 
you know, I, I, I just can't bring myself. Boomba, would you like to smash its face? Oh, he's got some pretty nice hand. I, you know what? I should really stop thinking about that stuff anymore. I'm gonna, I'm gonna interrupt here. What are you all doing? Uh, no more role playing. It. Are you attacking it? Or are you going around it? Are you talking to it? What are we doing? I'm going around it. I leave it up to them to decide. I'm going around it is my vote. Yeah, the 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 doc is trying to kind of like ready stuff. Like his, his spell casting components because they're all talking about fucking it up, but he's he's clearly very uh, gingerly doing so and moving away, kind of s- slowly. So you're sneaking around it. Totally yeah. sounds like it. Yeah. Um, the passive perception of Isabella, you see um, in a tree above the giant. You see, I mean, the the biggest eagle you've ever seen in your entire life. It's you can only see part of it because it's in between the branches. Um, and it's not flying away, not being aggressive. It's just present and, and there. Um, and you guys skirt around it. Um, I would do a group stealth check, but this thing is incapable of perceiving that. <sighs> and you get, you know, 10 feet away, you, you're out of the woods, you're not interacting with it, 20 feet away, 30 feet away. And then you hear the um, kind of, squeals and unsheathing of blades um, as you turn back and you see two or three you're not really sure how many things these little um, small cloaked gray skinned thing yeah let's get him yeah let's get him and these small little fey creatures begin to attack the hill giant um, it instantly um, Joel how does it react <laughs> Oh, no, no, no. So it's so much bigger than it and so much stronger than these things, but it looks to just be holding up its arms. Stop it. And, and, Stop uh, it. That's not nice. Um, but you guys are out of the radius of uh, perception. So you guys are not seen by these new um, creatures that are attacking the giant. You guys are in the clear. Um, you could continue on without being seen if you'd like. But we can we can see that happen. Yes, you see it, you hear it, you know yeah. what's happening. The doc takes like a flint and steel and kind of like lights a little like the beeswax string and then lights his pipe with it. Takes a big drag from it and goes, "That's sad. Look at that. That is simply not how business is done. Oh, that is you not stabbed how me in my wiener. Look at that. Yes, they could have Terrible. been better at failing that creature." Not, that is not how things are done. I'm sorry. It's really rough to be that guy today. Good God. Yeah, at least we didn't have to do it. Yes. Hopefully they get a lot of experience doing that. <laughs> EXP. So the doc is kind of looking back forlorn as Boomba and Arthur seem indifferent. Um, will the group be stopping, moving back, continuing forward? Please stop, he really hurts me. He's holding his arms back. He hasn't even attacked it yet. I mean, not a bad time to get some uh, get some goodwill with that hill giant. But, uh, I'm fine continuing on. Hey, doctor, our hill giants are quite good at this area. You must speak quickly. Are they good friends to have or pe- terrible friends to have? This giant's just getting attacked. Blades, blades. You guys are just kind of. Would I know if they make good friends? If they make good friends, um, they're yes. really stupid. But yes, you would know. Stupid friends are like usually pretty good. So hill giants. <laughs> hill giants are Not much longer before I croak. Hill giants are reclusive. <laughs> Stand around getting beat. Yeah. yeah, it's getting beat. And like how many uh, little beings are? Um, so you see four. So they're surrounding it, one on each side. Um, Hill giants are reclusive, um, are dim enough to not um, be aggressive if you're around them. He's doing the duck and cover thing where he's covering the back of his neck and they're just stabbing his kidneys inside just repeatedly over and over again. He's just crying. So these are small. I take that back. I don't need more dead friends. Yeah, all right. I'll take care of it. Fuck it. I'll cast Shatter on the hill giant and all the other creatures. Everybody, before that happens, roll initiative. (laughs) 